0: Alright, we gotta talk about it. Let's talk about that urge to give up. I mean, we could not talk about it. It is a fairly easy thing to not wanna talk about and just avoid admitting altogether. I don't know about for you, but for me, it makes me vulnerable, it makes me feel weak, it makes me feel a little bit of hatred and embarrassment for myself, which I know isn't right, but sometimes our feelings are what they are, and we got to acknowledge them for what they are. Um, admitting, like I feel like giving up sometimes makes me believe that sometimes I'm the only one who suffers, I'm the only one who struggles, and no one else will really get it. Like maybe they'll hear what I'm saying, but they won't get it what I mean. The urge to give up is so strong and continuing to fight it off is very exhausting. I don't wish that you struggle with this feeling as well, but I also hope I'm not alone. In this episode, let's talk about why we need to keep choosing to keep going and how to focus on that when it feels impossible to want to. Welcome to the Mindset Matters Podcast, where we talk about matters of the mind to strengthen your confidence so you can be exactly who you were created to be. I am Shelby Hildebrandt, and I am happy that you're listening and that you exist. In this episode, we are going in depth with the feeling, or rather, the urge to give up. When I'm talking about giving up, I'm seeing it at every angle from every perspective. Sometimes you may want to give up trying your hardest in situations like maybe at your job. Sometimes you may want to give up on a goal. You may want to give up on your dream or your life plan. In maybe a little bit more of a serious instance, you may even come across a time where you feel like you want to give up on life altogether. In order to feel like you want to call it quits on your life, first, it must have had to start somewhere else. It 100% had to start somewhere smaller. So even if you don't feel the urge in that serious of a manner, and I pray that you never do, but I still believe that your urge to give up is still serious and should be treated with care. You're on the path that you're on for a reason, and I'd hate to see you throw all of that away, but I understand how you've started to feel the way that you are, from one thing compounding on the other, which compounds on the other, and it just continues to compound on the other. It's easy to get wrapped up in the overwhelm of it all because it is overwhelming and it can take your breath away and divert your focus, which then it is even more difficult to refocus on something else, something more positive. All you end up being able to see is the problem, which makes it easier to focus on more problems. It's a super slippery slope and a relatively easy cycle to fall into. I think of it as a cycle of negative thoughts. This is what spirals us down to the urge of wanting to give up. Everything we act on starts with our thoughts. There are endless scenarios that can lead to having a negative thought. So it isn't really a question of if you'll have them. It's what you'll do when you have them, in reference to the negative thoughts. If you don't actively manage your thoughts, feel your emotions, and learn to respond to life rather than reacting to it, then the cycle of negative thoughts has begun and it is taking the upper hand. Like I said, negative thoughts will come. It isn't realistic to shoot towards never having another negative thought again in your life. That would be a losing game from the start. So I'm not concerned with you or myself being this perfected person who never gets upset, never experiences anger or sadness or anything like that because it simply is not possible. It's not realistic. I'm more concerned with not being dragged down by those emotions. I'm more concerned with putting up a fight and not giving up, even when you feel the urge to. So how can I be on the lookout to make sure when I do feel those particular ways that I can function healthily and learn from it and prevent the spiral? I'll tell you one thing. I for sure got to take it easier on myself and navigate things slower when I'm tired. Exhaustion, 100%. What have you believing that everything is way worse than it is? Being tired occurs a lot for everyone. It's just something, it's part of life. But even though it is common, it doesn't mean it has to be what's normal for you in your life to be constantly exhausted. Exhaustion occurs from not taking time to take care of yourself and to recover from the stress when you first became tired. It is a 100% fact, and I realize I've said 100% three times already, but we're just spitting straight facts today. It is a fact that you cannot function at your best when you are worn out. When you're exhausted, words and events will trigger you differently than they would have if you weren't exhausted. Clear thinking is nowhere to be found when exhaustion is clouding your brain. And I don't know about you, but I personally don't want to handle some important and sensitive details when I'm in need of recovery like that. That could be referencing a whole lot of things. But let's for a second just focus on our focus, focus on. Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds like a curse word. I was going to say for a second, let's just focus on our thoughts. When I'm exhausted, I am not going to sort through my thoughts very well, and therefore I am not going to choose the best ones to stick around, and that's going to affect my attitude and my behavior, and if I'm not careful, I can easily convince myself that's how I truly believe things to be. If I wasn't as exhausted, I probably could have more easily gone, hey, yo, that's not a great thought. I don't agree with that. Let's sort through this. It'll be extremely important in these points of time to take a step back and take a break. Even if it's for a day, maybe it's for a week, or maybe it's for a month, maybe even longer. It depends how long you need that break and how long that break is like speaking to you of it's no longer in the lazy spectrum of avoiding things. It's, hey, I truly need this for my soul to recover. Taking a break sometimes can help gain a better perspective and re-energize you in a way that you desperately need. It's so common to think or feel as if we have to function at this robotic level of perfection, otherwise we're falling short, and that is what I believe to be one of the main causes for everyone always being so darn exhausted. But it's not even possible to obtain that unrealistic goal, let alone maintain it. Because one, perfection isn't real. Two, you aren't a robot. And three, you do not need to and should not be expected to handle every single thing. Exhaustion can most certainly be caused by assuming way too much responsibility. (laughs) Speaking of myself, I don't know if you do this as well, but sometimes I assume too much responsibility and that wears me to the freaking ground. We all are responsible for things in this life and it's good, expected even, to take on that responsibility and handle it with care. That's how people can trust you. That's how you learn lessons, you build skills, and you get stuff done. But when you start assuming other people's responsibilities, (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now from experience that it will cause an insane amount of bitterness, extreme exhaustion, and if you're not careful, it can lead to a little bit of entitlement. And I'm that entitlement sounds like, I do everything around here. When's someone going to do something for me type stuff? And well, first, okay, I get to joke about this because I'm guilty of it too sometimes. So just hold your offenses. But seriously, how is anyone going to have any room to help you out if you don't leave any room for them to help you out? Do what's yours and then leave the rest. I know that's hard, especially when you want to see it all get done but that's how we're draining ourselves is by doing everything and never taking that break that we need or if we continue to assume that responsibility that other person or people or the world <laughs> whoever it is involving they're never going to actually take that responsibility in their own hands cuz they're so used to you just taking care of it but if you can't learn to do what's yours and leave the rest then honestly you're going to have to learn how to stop complaining about it because at that point, you're really just doing it to yourself. Another way of draining yourself to the point of exhaustion is expecting too much from yourself. You're amazing. You have so much potential. I am sure of it. But dude, you have limits still. And I don't mean you can't do what you want to do or that you won't see it come to pass but maybe just not in that short timeline you've given yourself to get it all done by. Can you really get all that done by then? Can you really accomplish all of that in one day? Is that realistic to expect that from yourself? If it's not realistic, then don't expect it from yourself because at the end of the day, you're gonna go, oh my God, I'm a failure. I didn't get any of this crap done. But really you got like, 50% of it done, the like realistic portion, but you're not even proud of that anymore because you're only looking at the other 50% of it that's left uncompleted, but it wasn't even like reasonable to expect yourself to get all of that done today. Maybe you feel like giving up so badly because the level of performance you expect from yourself is insanely unrealistic. Not only would you not be able to keep up with the pace you set for yourself, but also the pace of everything in life happening all at the same time. With all of these responsibilities piled on your shoulders, it is no wonder the urge to give up is so freaking strong. I definitely can see how you couldn't possibly be eager to continue attending to all the things that you currently do because it's draining the life out of you. Speaking of draining the life out of you, have you ever compared yourself to someone else? I have, it's not fun. It's so easy to fall into, especially if your source for analyzing other people is at your fingertips, thanks to social media. These moments where you're mindlessly scrolling really aren't as mindless as you think they are. Because while you're down on yourself and wondering if you even have what it takes to do what you're wanting to do, or any of the other thoughts that you have making you feel like giving up, There are images staring you back in the face from your phone screen, showing you everyone's bright, shiny life, and their creativity, and their seemingly worry-free, perfect life. While you may not be fully aware, you are still thinking, and still taking all of that into consideration, and when you finally put your phone down, you aren't even going to know the source of why you feel so much crummier. Now there are tons of thoughts that you've confirmed to yourself to be true while you were scrolling, comparing yourself to others. It really can be an endless loop of things piling on top of each other over and over again. And once the cycle of negativity thought, negativity thoughts, negative thoughts (laughs) have been activated, how can you get out of it? How can you choose to keep going when you feel that strong urge to give up? I'm going to say right now that it's going to be super beneficial to learn about yourself you are a unique individual. No one else on this earth is exactly like you. Maybe similar, like I mean, we have people that have the same similarities and they like the same things, they do the same hobbies, blah blah blah, but not exactly like you. That means that when it comes to performing tasks, your preferences, how you get stuff done, how you think, anything. There are specific things that work best for you and it can be truly beneficial to know that about yourself. Maybe this entire time you've been functioning under someone else's structure for success. But for you, it's a death sentence simply because you don't function like they do. And that's okay because you're unique. Maybe you have a difficult time getting things done because when you get overwhelmed, you shut down. You pick up your phone And you scroll endlessly, and before you know it, 45 minutes have passed you by, and you're still stuck in the same spot, going right back to the thing that overwhelmed you. It's an endless loop. You can continue that trend for a few months, then a year. It's completely reasonable to feel frustrated from that and want to throw in the towel. But if you know that about yourself, if you know what triggers you to be overwhelmed, and you can figure out how to help yourself when you're overwhelmed in a different manner than picking up your phone, you can start to figure out how you can avoid doing that by dealing with your overwhelm in a different manner. You wouldn't know to begin to look in that area if you didn't take time to get to know yourself, though. You need to tune in to what works best for you and start approaching things from that perspective. You could learn how you like to plan things, how you focus... How you need to balance your time. Learning about yourself goes so much deeper than knowing how you perform tasks. It's learning how you think and the tendencies of yours to react to certain words, certain situations, emotions, and even certain people. The more you know yourself, the more you'll be aware of what makes you tick and what makes you feel triggered. Those are some really important details simply because they give you so much insight on how you function and how to help yourself ease pressure off of you in some areas where pressure doesn't even need to be because it doesn't work for you like that. Anything is overwhelming if every detail about it comes flying at you all at once. When things are flying at you left and right like that, make it all slow down by deciding and deliberately taking it one thing at a time. When everything is compounding on each other is when it's more difficult to get out of the cycle. Slow down when things do happen or someone says something or you catch a negative thought and decide not to react quickly upon impulse, which takes some time (laughs) to realize that you're uh, reacting on impulse and it goes into learning about yourself so that you know that you act on impulse in certain ways. Instead, you got to take your time to think it through and decide that you're going to respond rather than react. And sometimes that includes deciding if you're going to respond at all, because not everything that demands your attention actually deserves to get your attention. Choose the thoughts that you want to remain with you, and that will dictate so many things after the fact. It'll be for the better if you choose to filter through for the positives, and it'll be for the worse if you don't take the time to filter through and all the negatives just flood your brain and dictate your decisions for you. In the middle of all my own chaos, it can be really easy to forget that others have struggles of their own too. And that's why it can be beneficial to get outside of me. This life is full of people. If you haven't noticed, a lot of us stay home to avoid people. But sometimes that is our biggest setback is that we don't surround ourselves with enough community. And I don't mean everyone doesn't have to be your best friend. It's okay if you don't love being constantly surrounded by people. But it's also not great to be never surrounded by people. And I'm not saying that someone else's troubles are more important than yours or if someone else has an issue that suddenly yours doesn't exist. What I'm saying is that sometimes we can get so focused on ourselves that we forget that there are others out there who also need a listening ear. If we can take some time to get outside of ourselves and be there for someone else, it kind of puts it all back in perspective for us and makes us realize that there's more to life outside of what only what we're dealing with. And your biggest tool when it comes to stopping the cycle is to get in the habit of focusing on the good. This is so much more than filtering through your thoughts and deciding which ones linger. Although both are important and a little similar in the manner that they help you with your mindset, but focusing on the good, it also is not denying that negative things exist or that you have bad days or unfavorable circumstances. Focusing on the good doesn't mean that you ignore all of your emotions and that you slap a fake smile on your face. Focusing on the good is deciding that even though not everything is good, that you will still continue to find even one good thing to focus on to help keep your spirits up and help guide you through the hard times. Focusing on the good is literally finding the light in the darkness, and when you're surrounded by the darkness, you desperately need that light. The urge to give up is from multiple sources of negativity compounding on one another to the point you feel like you can't breathe and that there isn't any option left or that there is no joy in continuing. If you can slow down, take things that are coming at you one at a time, or even just get away from things for a moment and go be by yourself. No phone, nobody else, just you so you can think. Sometimes the exhaustion and overwhelm is to the point you may need to take a break from all of your striving altogether. Put a pause on it all and enjoy some other aspects of your life. Take note of all the simple moments throughout your day. It doesn't have to be a super, super long time, just long enough for you to sort through the thoughts that you're thinking and decide how you're going to continue. Then when you resume, instead of striving towards everything you want to accomplish and become, Work towards it all one step at a time while living your life. Because life is now. It isn't when you get somewhere. It isn't when you're who you think you should be or anything else. Sure, you can improve yourself in the areas of your life, but in the meantime, don't miss out on what's right in front of you. You gotta decide how you're going to continue. Are you going to let what everyone else is doing with their life make you feel like yours is inadequate? Or are you going to remember why you do what you do and continue on while being confidently you i decided on this topic mainly because it's a topic 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 that needs discussed discussed sometimes i don't talk right but also because i've been feeling like this myself lately sometimes i fall into the same traps that i'm talking about here and it like i said it's a cycle and it puts you on the road to the urge to give up. And I don't want to give up. And so I got to keep reminding myself why I do what I do. And honestly, lately, I don't feel like I have had a lot of energy or desire to keep pouring into what I've been working towards. And sometimes I find myself continuing to keep analyzing what I do and comparing it to what others do and how they do those things and just really wondering if the effort I put in is worth it, if it's needed, or even if it's even like getting me anywhere or reaching anyone. And if I'm not careful, I can spend way too much time criticizing and doubting myself instead of remembering why I'm working towards what I am in the first place. Sometimes I feel extremely dorky. (laughs) Like, who would listen? Who would care? Am I even doing any of this right? And the conclusion I have to keep coming back to is the fact that I believe that God called me to do this, so it isn't even necessarily about me. But I keep making it about me when I keep going right back to the same feelings of needing to be confirmed that I'm good enough in all that I'm doing. And that just fuels the fire for feeling like I want to give up because if I'm looking in the wrong places for my confidence, I'm not going to find it there. I got to keep going back to who God says I am and what he called me to do and put my faith there and just trust that I'm on the path I am for a reason. And I think you're on the path that you are for a reason. And I like to think of it from someone else's perspective sometimes. Like I view other people, like I have to get outside of myself and view them and be like, if someone came to me with this issue, what would I say to them? And honestly, like that's how I get my ideas on like how, not my ideas, like God brings me my ideas. God brings me this wisdom on how to get myself out of these terrible mindsets like it's all from him but i gotta remember the advice sometimes that i would give someone else if they're in my shoes and remember that like i can't get stuck and sucked in to too much of my feelings they're there but i can't become them When I get overwhelmed and stuck in the cycle, I have to take time to slow down and acknowledge the urge I feel to give up while tending to the cause of it. Sometimes it's that I have to rest, I have to take a break, I have to get outside of me. I have to remember who God says I am. I have to celebrate someone else and truly mean it. I have to remember who called me to do what I'm doing in the first place. I've said it a couple times now. I have to get outside of me and know that there is more to everything than just what I can see. I have to choose to carry on and continue to try. If I can help even just one person, then I think all the effort is worth it. And I won't get to see any of this effort turn into anything if I choose to give up. You won't get to see any of your effort turn into anything that it's supposed to if you give up now. So don't quit. Wherever and through whatever life takes you, I hope you are able to find just one thing that helps you focus on the good. If you found any of this to be helpful and for more mindset talks like this, then please give me a follow and tune in next time on the Mindset Matters podcast. I'd love to see you here.